Welcome to episode six of Sack Vibes. Oh, even numbers. Oh, we almost at double digits. We almost there. We, we almost, almost there, baby. We in triple digit listeners, man. Wes, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm pretty tired, like physically, mm-hmm. but I'm emotionally excited right now. We are. I mean, I know we say it every time, but we got a big episode ahead of us. Yeah, we do. We, we just been keep saying it because we're going to have keep having bigger and bigger episodes. So every day, every year. I mean, the first one was big because it was our first time. Second yeah. one, second one was, was not too big. Second yeah. one was just, second one was cool. It was cool. It was cool. It was, it was then we cool had one. then we had the first guest. Then we had the first guest. And then we had, we had the weirdo. Then we had the weirdo. That was crazy. That was huge. Yeah. And then we had our first female artist. <laughs> Intense. Now, now we have first yeah the, the artist that mm. i've actually known the 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 longest i think i'm most close with the greats wait 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait but right before you yeah introduce him as the great the ma- magnificent and everything yeah when this is all said and done mm-hmm. we edit it and we put it out mm-hmm. there's gonna be this beat at the beginning yes and true that i know people I'm, haven't heard the beat yet they haven't heard the beat so it so he but will, yeah when they're listening to this for the first time on soundcloud go follow us um, Apple or Apple Podcast or something. When it's all up and going, there's gonna be this beat playing, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be beautiful. Yeah, and you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, that's be awesome. That's a cool way to bring it to bring in this fucking this, podcast. It's man. a fresh ass beat. This is dope, and it was made by somebody. Yeah, in this room. Yeah, this person, our guest, right here, right now, the talented Nico Naps. Round of applause. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It means a lot. It means a lot. And like I've been wanting to go on this podcast for a while. And so like I've been following y'all since you guys started and you told me about this Najee. It's like pretty awesome. Man, thank you, thank man. You. Thank you. Oh, man. We we so, appreciate the support. Yeah, yeah it's it, you know, the rain's gone today and it was like lightning storms and stuff today. It was weird. Yeah. Damn. Well, I didn't zero to hundred real quick. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> I like, no, I always think of like Sacramento weather as like, like I don't know because you never figure it out. Well, exactly. Like any except for maybe like summer where she's just where it's just hot. complete hot yeah, it's all and the stuff. Time. Whereas just like fall, and it's, mad at you all the time. <laughs> see, see, even with fall, which is like my favorite like season, it's like nice and cool, but then it will be hot. In October or November, yeah. like 90 degrees. I'm like, what do you want? It's something to look forward to every day. You never yeah. know what it's going to be. And that's why you need to have your closet. So Wait, so Nico, how long have you lived here in SAC? Uh, well, I, I was born in Berkeley. I was born in Berkeley. So, yeah. you know, hipster capital of the world. Fact. Shout out to the hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to UC Berkeley. Um, I was actually born in in that hospital, I think. And mm. the hip I have to ask my parents about that, but... I was born March 29th uh, in, in Berkeley, mm-hmm. Bay Area. Uh, I came to Sacramento around 2002. Uh, my parents moved up. My um, uh, my dad got a job uh, at a middle school because he used to teach in East Oakland at mm-hmm. Brewer, I think, Middle High. Oh, yeah. Brewer, Brewer Middle Brewer, High. Yeah. What does he teach? He taught electronics over there and computers probably blowing up and shit now. Um, oh my god, you want a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, on a podcast I'm watching. I, right promote, now. I promoted it for y'all. Um, and then it, my mom it. also got a a job up in El Dorado Hills for Blue Shield uh, Health Insurance. Okay. So, so she, she she's, she's, yeah, she started off as a delivery nurse so for she, babies uh, and stuff. She took care of the newborns out there. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to the newborns. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the, <laughs> a lot of babies. They can be thankful for your mom. All, the, all those cute babies, man. Yeah. Out there being born right now. Um, and so, yeah, we lived in Roseville for more than a decade until we moved now to Antelope. Wait, so hold on. So go back a little bit. How old were you when you moved to SAC? I, I was, it was right grade. after second grade. So, oh, so you've been here for like a long time. You basically a SAC yeah, kid then. I'm a SAC yeah. kid, but then was born in the Bay Area and was living in the Bay Area for a while too. Yeah. From not my th- early childhood. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the same way. Like I grew, I, I was born in San Jose, but I moved to Harvard in the fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, so it's like you know, Sacramento has been my home ever since. And yeah. It's a Any, beautiful place. Anytime, like when you when you're here for like this long and you talk to anybody in Sac, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, but I'm really from the Bay Area." But like, "Oh, but I've been here for that long." They'd be like, "You from Sac then?" That's like <laughs> they'd be like, "You Sac then?" They, like they instantly claim you. They'd be like, Man, "Fuck where you're from." <laughs> like, you, you Sac? Like you've been here how long? You a Sac kid? Yeah, uh, yeah. Pretty much. You can. You, I guess you could say that too. I went to you know the rest of my elementary school. 
at Sacramento, went to high school in Sacramento, went to college mostly in Sacramento. So right, yeah. I definitely cannot claim myself as a Sac kid. <laughs> they'll, they'll love you eventually. Eventually, eventually, yeah. eventually I guess. Yeah. I mean, I got mad love for Sac. Yeah, hands no, down. No, I love Sac as well. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it, we are like the diamond in the rough in California when it comes to music and Thank art you. and fine arts. Yeah, like, yeah. theater yeah. as well too. You know, shout out to the theater kids too. You know, um, I mean, even with like the new talent that has been coming up lately with Hobo Johnson and Philharmonic, you know. It's crazy. And, you know, even shout out to, like, the rock artists out there, like, Foreign Affair. Like, they're this awesome alternative rock band. A couple of the band members actually go to ARC. And they're they're just great people. They're great people. I've met a couple of the band members. And Lucid. Shout out to Lucid and Our People. Like, and Yo, Yo the Electric. Yeah, they fire. I think that's, yeah, they're yeah, an amazing, the man, too. Rest, man. So now that we got the shout outs out of the way. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, going to be shout outs yeah, throughout. Just, yeah, he's just no. been pondering that the past couple of weeks, ever since he found out, it's like who can I, who else do I need to shout out? Like, yeah, that is like worth mentioning and stuff. So. Yeah, man. I mean, we, we can definitely get to everybody. So I mean, yeah. Nico. So I, I, I definitely know you more for I mean the production side. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you're getting into mm-hmm. other things as well, but mm-hmm. you've been making beats for a, a long, long. Yeah, you're making beats for a long time. So what what got you into production like originally? Like what started you make? What what started the inspiration behind making beats? Well. It all started because I am a band geek at heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, shout out to all the music teachers out there that have inspired me to you know pursue pursue music yeah. in general. Um, it started off actually. I had this music notation program called Finale. Mm-hmm. I had the smaller version, which was print music, and you were able to you know create music like you know for orchestras and ensembles. And so I was in the drumline. I've been I was in the drumline for three years uh, in high school, and so uh, what was it? I started with beat grooves, like drum grooves and such. And so I <laughs> I made a bunch of cadences my sophomore year, and um, like they they're now being played ever since at my high school. I went to Antelope High School, nice. and um, I love that school. It's changed my life. All the teachers that I've been through through there, you know, and have taught there. My dad, especially, who still works there as an engineering teacher. Um, but I started with that. And then I started getting into, because this is when Pandora was still big. And there was no Spotify, no sound. Like, SoundCloud yeah. was a small, like, platform. Tiny, tiny, yeah. Before everyone's now starting to use SoundCloud. Uh, well, I was just curious... Um, and I put on a Daft Punk uh, radio. Mm-hmm. On top, when when I started listening to it, one more time came out. It was from their their album Discovery, and that that whole album is an amazing thing. They actually have animation for that. If you look that up, all the music videos are all animated from Japanese like yeah, animation artists. I've seen it, and so it's awesome stuff. So I you know I fell in love with Daft Punk. I researched more. I I found Justice, which is this French duo. They, you know... They fire. Yeah, they are really fire. They put, like, the fusion of dance music, like, techno and funk and jazz to all together. It's great stuff, and they knew how to yeah. chop. Um, and so I actually started with GarageBand, and it was, like, an old version of GarageBand, and you couldn't do crap on it. Yeah. Um, and so, like you know, inputting actual notes and stuff I couldn't do. I had to put that on the spot and go against the metronome and it sucked ass. And I did that for like three years. Mm-hmm. I started like if you were thinking like how I when I started like year wise, I started my sophomore year of high school. Okay. Okay. About so, that. okay. so yeah, that's when I made those those drum cadences and, and grooves and such for the school and for the for the band program. And then I just started making, you know, I guess trash beats. <laughs> on, we gotta on, start somewhere. Yeah, we all have to start somewhere, and so I did that. And then let's see here. I discovered Dead Mouse, and Dead Mouse is this Canadian, um, you know, electronic producer. Mm-hmm. Guy's a genius, but he's an asshole sometimes. <laughs> like, like he criticizes a lot of people and stuff for their music and such and. He's a he's an actual engineer, audio engineer, and he has all the analog gear you can think of when it comes to synthesizers. Right. 
Um, and so Den Mouse was a big part of it. And, you know, I thought, oh, this could be simple. It's not. Mm. <laughs> it's not at all. Um, I would say then also, I remember uh, this is when EDM was starting to explode like like an atom bomb throughout the U.S. And it was coming from the U.K., Detroit and everything. Yeah, that was like the origin. If you did not know that, electronic music was originally like the home the home of electronic music was actually in Detroit, Michigan. Not Detroit. Nah, no, the electronic music. I mean, EDM music originally started in Europe. Yeah. Europe. Well, in Europe, it, it blew up like the house feel, but the first uses of electronic music as well, like in the states, at least. I I guess. Okay, Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. As far as I know, like electric dance music, though, like like houses like that was definitely a European. Thing. Like, cause they, thing. Yeah, because they UK, were like UK, mostly. yeah, UK, because they were trying to like. It's hella funny, like how it started. Like they were, like you ever heard like dub music? Like, yeah, yeah, dub music. No, no, dub, dub music, not okay. dub okay. step. So it's, it's like it's like <laughs> reggae music. Yeah, but they like really? the, yeah, but it's like the the way the engineer mixes it mm-hmm. is like they use the sound the the soundboard as an instrument. It's like they use like reverbs and shit like that. It's hella crazy. Reverb and delay was, yeah. is like layered and layered on it's top of it there was i remember as a kid listening because i had a bob marley album like a greatest hits album and at the end of that album there's an actual dub version of get up stand up yeah and that that was, yeah. that was like oh my gosh yeah. you could actually get high off of this thing and it, be like chill yeah so uk feel me they heard dub music and was just like their version of it turned into dub step you know what I mean? So then we have like this crazy ass dance music. So mm-hmm. imagine like that, you know, we're, you know, dance, you know, EDM where it is now, but that basically started from reggae music. That's how far it has progressed. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy stuff. Yeah. It's correct. Uh, when I first read it, I was just like, maybe I'm reading this wrong. Yeah. Because I, I know reggae and I know. Because <laughs> honestly, like, I'll be like, okay, what two, uh, what two genres sound like the least alike? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Probably reggae, how chill they are, and like kind of what they're talking about, and that fast paced, like super EDM yeah. stuff. It's like you would not expect the two to be Yeah, yeah. Bob Marley birth script. It's just yeah. like, no. <laughs> 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 oh I'm learning today. Yeah. <laughs> Electronic dance music is now its own tree. If yeah. you if you took the music tree itself, like a oh, regular it's, yeah, tree, it's and with all the whole, regular genres, yeah, it's a whole world. Flip that into the upside down, like Stranger Things, yeah. and you've got a whole electronic dance music tree. So, 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 not, sorry, not to cut you off. So, since you're bringing up a lot of like electronic music, electronic influences, when you first started making beats, it didn't sound like you were making hip hop beats. It sounded like no, you're making... I, I started actually all in the electronic dance music scene. You know, I made my own house beats, mm-hmm. and um, and I made my remixes through. I had a DJ uh, Newmark mix track. Oh, okay. It was, a, it was like a beginner type of turntable set, like DJ controller. Did it look and, anything? Like this. <laughs> uh, it was it was close. And that's the newer version of it, but it was much more clunkier. I actually broke it during my first year of college because I was playing it too much. Did yours have a headphone jack? Uh, yeah, I had actually had it. It's it the older generation though. Yours is better. But it was the it was it was the older version of it. So when electronic dance music, which continues the story here, is I remember a friend of mine. She posted randomly on my wall who this Skrillex dude, and mm. I was like, "Who the heck is this guy with a half shade head and like yeah. black hair and everything and giant glasses? Looks like a nerd, looking ass." And so, be a nerd, but, but, he's not but a nerd. when I listen, <laughs> when I pressed play on that stuff, my my life changed forever after that because the, the way not, like electronic music was now during that time around 2010 2011 when he was starting to emerge in, from YouTube. Yeah. That changed my life. I looked up his like history. This guy was in an emo punk like punk rock band yeah. from first to last. Awesome band, great vocalist. He was the lead vocalist, mm-hmm. and then he separated and made his thing called Skrillex, or Sonny Moore is his, uh, his real name. And so I did all that research. I researched what you know DAW or digital audio workstation uh, or software that you can use to make music, and it was Ableton. And that's where Ableton and I, you know, first so met each other. Okay. And on around my birthday in 2010, my dad got me a, a Novation Launchpad. This is when they first came out. Okay. And a intro version of Ableton Live. Most now. And that shit made me like, you know, it changed my life there too. 
because I was starting to experiment with the DAW and you know learning the ins and outs and the basics. Mm-hmm. Like I taught myself. My parents didn't know how to use this stuff. They they only knew GarageBand a little bit, but they they didn't know what Ableton is. I mean, shout out to them for even knowing how to use GarageBand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's I mean, I've heard anyone's parents be like somewhat educated in yeah it's like here here you go here's the thing that you want to go play with it yeah hopefully you you know you can make some cool stuff on it so i guess just a a a sidetrack a little bit bit, um so did any of your parents play music considering they have yes Yes. okay was it one parent both parents both parents what was so my dad he's been drumming for more than 30 years okay and he drummed in the air force as well he played with jazz ensembles in the air force and you know, was played in high school as well. He was okay. a rock drummer. He had like his own little you know garage band himself with his friends back then. Fresh. And so he was the one that got me into rock and roll drumming and jazz drumming, especially now because I love jazz so much with a passion. Um, he he introduced me with different styles from metal to rock and roll to old school rock to alternative to jazz drumming to Latin mm. um, beats and stuff like he. I guess he pretty much. A lot of different, he, different so types. so did my mom. My yeah. mom was also like the one that introduced me to a lot of R and B and hip hop and eighties music as well. Okay. And so my mom can sing. She's she's been singing since she was a little girl, and she can play piano. It's funny because when she plays piano, she can read music, but she doesn't know the theory. So she's a Nick Cannon type of thing, type of vibe like drum from Drumline, type of vibe where you can listen to something yeah. and read like. Read something, but don't know the context of what you're playing. No, I mean that's 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 different. Because knowing no reading notes and not knowing the theory, there's a lot of people like that. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people don't. But, but in drumline, he couldn't even read notes. That's hella different. No, that's like that's, that's true. Play the music. Yeah, he couldn't play. Na- yeah, but you know what I mean. Like I like know what you mean. Where you can read notes and like maybe know like okay, I know a couple notes here and there. But I don't know the chords. Like, what does this mean? Or like, why? Why am I playing this note from here to here? Yeah, but that's no. that's shit. I mean, that's 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 like every person in a high school mm-hmm. concert band. Yeah, <laughs> my you know my parents grew me up even before I was born. They used to play Kenny Loggins, which is a folk artist. They played Puccini, which is was like opera, mm-hmm. an Italian opera uh, composer. And then, you know, Biggie and, and Tupac as well. And, you know, jazz and Stevie Wonder. That's why, like, Stevie Wonder, some of his music is very nostalgic. His music's and, crazy. You know, it's some of the best music I've yeah, heard. Yeah, the key in the song and, life. Growing up and stuff. So they pretty much raised me on that. Mm-hmm. And they, they tried to force me into playing piano at a young age, but I got bored of it. Mm-hmm. Then, they, then I tried guitar around fourth or fifth grade you know i got myself a stratocaster learned how to play chords and stuff learned fast but i was getting bored because i wanted to learn solos and stuff but i wasn't even at that level and being being the immature self i am and impatient self i am i i stopped playing guitar which i regret i regret not learning piano and guitar early on but i can still do it. yeah you young bro yeah but guitar there is a a definitely more of a learning to curve with guitar than piano for surely yeah and it's just based on what you're going for for that for that music and stuff if you're going for a classical approach or a jazz approach and so you know or rock approach whatnot you're trying to learn and stuff r&b whatnot yeah um but yeah, I I just grew up with music like from you know rock to hip hop and electronic and stuff. Hell, my 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 I got my mom into electronic dance music like just like mm. you know Dead Mouse and Cascade. Who you know Cascade is a great is a great artist too. He's got that you know yeah. soft house vibe too to yeah. him. But, but I don't know him now because you know with the EDM scene changing every yeah, time. I don't know what he's making these days, but the, the cascade that I know, he um, he's crazy. He's crazy, and he just knows his theory as well. That's right. But I mean, it sounds like the one instrument you did stick with is drums, isn't it? Yes, drums was the thing, because um, I I think it was around fifth grade where I started yeah. like learning how to play a simple rock beat on on my dad's drum kit. And I got better and real quick. Yeah, the drums is fresh. And that's where also I was like, you know, I kind of like this stuff. I wonder if there's more stuff to, you know, to this drumming and stuff. And that's where I joined band in sixth grade. 
and that's where. So what kind? Of, what kind of band was it? Concert band. You concert said, band. Concert band. Yeah. Concert, concert band and marching band. Well, marching band didn't start till ninth grade. Okay. And so I um, like, from sixth grade to eighth grade was concert band or symphonic mm. band. And I went to Olympus Junior High, which also coincidentally my dad was teaching at when we first moved up here. He mm. was teaching at Olympus Junior High School in Grant Bay. And so, you know, there was that connection. That's where I, you know, had a deep connection now with, you know, my old middle school teacher, you know, music teacher, um, Mrs. Worski. And she, she really, like, changed my life when it came to, you know, knowing th- simple theory and, you know, just playing dynamics and, like, Knowing simple music theory. Okay. And uh, and then, yeah, like, I... <laughs> for the longest time, though, I, I, I stayed away from, you know, mallet percussion, which is marimba, vibraphone. If you, you guys seen what... You yeah, know, so what, what, made you, what made you not want to get... What made you not want to play those instruments? Scales. Just scales. You I didn't want... Because scales. I was like, it's too much work. I know how to do, you know, timpani. It's just simple, like... One, two, yeah. like, two, two different notes you play. Maybe four. Yeah, sometimes four. But, um, but you know, I liked playing actual, you know, vibraphone or, like, just drums. So what you play in the marching band? So in marching band, <laughs> this is a funny story. Um, so I went to Grand Bay High School for my freshman year. Mm-hmm. I tried out for the drum line. Uh, but for certain, some certain circumstances and seniority, as they called it, you know, I didn't make the, the drum line, yeah, like the bass line. But, like, to be honest, I was better than, like, this one person. I don't want to mention their name. Man, fuck it's them. like, you know, they got that because they were much older. And Wait, it's funny. It's low-key. And they knew, like, both their families knew each other. So And they were white? It was Timmy, wasn't it's it? It's Granite Bay. What are you expecting? I already, I already know. <laughs> I'm, you just, know I'm, just, Bay. I'm just letting like, people know who don't know Granite Bay. Well, because or it's... the guy in Germany. No. <laughs> he don't know about Granite Bay. Well, Grand, yeah, Granite Bay is in this like nicer part of Rose. Very of affluent. Yes. Yes, very affluent. Very self-entitled. And, they know, they and, know a lot of the movers and shakers. And they, and they know the connections, too, because yeah. they grew so up Movers with and shakers? Yeah, movers and shakers. What do you mean by that? Like, like people who could like make things happen. Oh, yeah, okay. pretty much. For some reason, like, when I thought you, when you said movers and shakers, I was thinking Quakers for some reason. And to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> and to, like, yeah, know. they know Quakers are the thing. Hey, I don't know, man. Quaker, Qua- they, they, they Quakers might. and Amish can get shit done. Though. Yeah, they, they can. They can. To be honest, for me, it, like I was supposed to be because there were six bass drums. It was a big bass line. Yeah. And so I was supposed to actually be fifth bass. And my buddy that was coming from me with the same middle school and stuff was on sixth base because he was a much bigger dude yeah. and he could actually carry the damn drum. Oh, Where, fuck that. I was a small so they demoted me to freaking front ensemble and my my freshman ass was like, Oh gosh, I don't know anything. And then, you know, I met the section leader and stuff and he was he was nice at the time. And, you know, the director, Sam Rayburn, um, he's a great dude. Um he he taught me in the most guru and weirdest ways how to like you know like man my phone blowing up and yeah. stuff like so can't see you or something so I want to constructive criticism yeah so I want to kind of jump a little bit into like mm-hmm. some more more almost like relevant in-depth? yeah more more in depth more like more relevant stuff like almost like. A little closer to where you are now. So we know that you started off with the EDM beats. Mm-hmm. We know you're a drummer. <laughs> so so what what caused the flip? What, what made you want to switch over from the EDM? Because what I know you more is more more for hip hop beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can hear the influence from the first time I met you. Mm-hmm. I can tell that you and the samples you use and everything. Yeah, like like you come from like a different background. Even like you weren't and just like hard yeah. drums and eight oh eights and. Yeah, like you weren't going the average route of most hip hop producers. So what made that flip to to get into hip hop? From electronic to hip hop? Yeah. Yeah. Well, at that time, because around after my first year of college, which I actually wasn't at uh, American River, I was at San Jose State. um, I was starting to get kind of sick of of the electronic, you know, dance music feeling. I'm not saying that it sucks now because there's probably good music I haven't heard you know, in the EDM scene in a while. Yeah. I've been starting to like resurface and check on, you know, the genre itself and see, okay, what's good or or not. And so I was like, you know, let's see because I straight up actually away from hip hop 
for a while too because I was so hesitant that like oh man it's gonna be so easy to make it's literally just a couple notes here and there and then boom hip hop beat but I wanted to research more on you know the history of hip hop and how hip hop producers produce that's where the the, the legend Jay Dilla came mm. onto my into my mind and what does he I, mean to you? he means the world to me and I wish he was still alive to this day that so that like one day if I if he was here still alive I you know I would want to work with him right but you know in the spirit of him and stuff I I tried I tried sampling and mm -hmm. I I looked up you know how to sample properly you know how to chop them up in Ableton and that's how I did and I actually started making I randomly made like a hip-hop beat once and then you know I had my parents who love hip-hop and mm -hmm. like that old school sampling hip hop stuff like Kanye West and you know Dilla way back in the day and Tribe fresh. Called Quest they both love the Tribe Called Quest fresh fresh stuff um <laughs> and so Midnight Marauders um mm. they said that like man you you're this is a really good track and stuff and they made they actually gave me some challenges like okay I want you to take this song that I know and chop it up Mm -hmm. And so my parents kind of helped me with like, you know, challenging myself like, okay, let's discover and try and experiment with more hip hop. Yeah. Learned how to make my own 808 from scratch on Ableton with stock instruments and everything, analog. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I made that and I made, you know, and found different, um, different sounds and drums and stuff through the internet, legally. Um, <laughs> and just through connections and mm -hmm. asking people like, hey, do you have drum sounds and stuff I can use? And um, yeah, I, I that's how I got through hip hop and then listening to more hip hop and appreciating it more, especially the old school stuff that, you know, is the roots of what we have today, mostly and how people now, how people produce and trying to use the old techniques, but yeah. then put a new vibe to it. Nice, you know, it's kind of like I've said this many times. You know, when, when we talk and stuff uh, outside of this podcast, where you know, it's like a crock pot. You're yeah, making, yeah. You're making food. Like I think of music sometimes as food, like a recipe. Like okay, I want you know the baseline of the of a jazz piece with you know drums of funk and stuff. I want to put that in the crock pot, chop that up like you're chopping carrots. Put that in. Put that in the crock pot. And if, like, I can't figure anything else, I'm just going to let it cook. I'm just going to let it cook, and I can come back to it and see what I what else I can add to it until it's a finished product. So yeah. would you attribute that to uh, your parents basically giving you challenges? Like, use this, mm. use this, use this. Yeah, they did that. Like, they said, like, look up 70s soul and 70s R&B, 80s R&B, you know, you know. All the old stuff, like yeah, classic stuff, yeah, yeah, and show. even 80s stuff. You know, they grew up in, in the yeah. 80s as well. 80s has fire ass music. Oh, yeah, they get a lot of shit, but they have, I mean, right, some of this shit, rightfully so, they should yeah. get shit on for some songs. But <laughs> mom blasts a lot of yeah. 80s in the car, which yeah. is awesome, but she also blasts a lot of like the new stuff, yeah, like, 80s, 80s. But like I said, 80s has 80s produced some of the best music. Without oh, the yeah. 80s, we wouldn't have the, none of the music. The right technical right standpoint to it, as a commercial music major. You know, the stuff that they did back then on tape is yeah. incredible. And, you know, and I have so much appreciation. That I'm so glad that we learned that in class, too. Yeah. The engineers from the 70s and 80s is shitting on the engineers today. Yeah. I mean, it's not as colorful as it yeah. used to be. The unsung the unsung heroes. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> so, so, since you have, like, for people who haven't heard your beats, um, mm -hmm. you know, which people can check out. I mean, yes. We'll have to... Uh, give a plug to your to your to your music, but your your beats have such like a different, like I said, a different range, just a different sound. How do you find like unique artists to to get on those unique beats? Like, what's your like A and R process like? Like how how do I find them and like how I yeah. imagine them on that beat? Well, how do you go about finding an artist and then like um how do you go about finding an artist, figuring out which beat would sound good on that artist? And uh, just figuring out that process, figuring mm -hmm. out who you want to collab with to make good music. I listen to their music. I reference, mm. I reference track things. Like, I, if I listen to their voice or their sound and stuff, or, and the previous projects that they had. But what makes I, you pick the artist even be, like before that? Like, before that? Yeah. Um, well, I, 
I usually also, and this is again referencing when I start a new beat, I, you know, whatever I'm listening to currently can sometimes inspire what beat I'm trying to make. It's not one of those like type beats that you see on YouTube. It's just my take on, like, you know, my take on it. Yeah. And, you know, and trying not to have it sound like, oh, this would be that. I would like to see if I could imagine, for example, hmm, what if I put like Kendrick? For example, I could hear Kendrick on this on this beat, or I could hear you know you on this beat, mm. you know, or I can you know hear Hobo Johnson on this beat. Uh, I try to put my my perspective of what they sound like to me. So like when we did Birds, which is also on my SoundCloud, um, I thought about your voice mm. and uh, and your rap and your flow. So when I was looking for samples and stuff, it was it was a I think. I think it was a tango sample when I found that and I and I changed it and I transposed it and I made the beat very old school um that was crazy and it fit your voice just right it does yeah it does my flow on that shit is crazy like that that shit is I can't wait to finish that track yeah I'm gonna work on that tonight yeah it'll be yeah it'll be another version very soon like you know very soon and stuff and I that's how I think of it because I have Certain artists that I really want to work with and I have connected with, mm-hmm. you know, that I've made beats for them specifically. Right. Even if they might, even if they target that, as long as I get the credit and stuff yeah. like in, in the description, course, that they the can credit. use to promote themselves. And so, help me help you type of situation, and it's pretty much my version of their voice and their talent. I dig. So what? So like, what kind of artist do you want to work with? I would like to work with a lot of people, to be honest, like just different genres in general, mm-hmm. and then show them my music and how like I can interpret that into a hip hop or electronic or R and B feel. Um, and I think of like, who was it? Lucid. Like for example, I've talked with one of the band members there, and I've listened to their music, and it's awesome. I really like, um, really like their their music and their songwriting. Um, as well as, if you want to go into the hip hop, um, the hip hop. Like, yeah, like what, like so. what local and like like local artists and even like mainstream artists. Sure, Philharmonic is a fir- is one of those yeah. top on the top here in the local in the local, regional you know Sacramento area, as well as Hobo Johnson as well. I would like to meet that dude and actually get to know the dude. You want the actual time? Um, what was it? Something go wrong? <laughs> oh, it's all it's all it's, it's about to blow up. There is nothing good right now. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just it's I'm just like, on fire. Actually, it's just people like can't clipping. see it. Oh no! Can, oh, okay, no, no, yeah, it's, it's fine. Camera, um, yeah. <laughs> who else? Who else I work with? Um, that's it. That's the time. There's like five minutes. There's like even like jazz artists. Like five minutes. There's yeah, tack on like five minutes. What? Yeah. No, no, that's good. It's good. Um, there's this band. Um, the lead vocalist, her name is Juniper, the Gold Souls, they're also a local band. They do like funk and jazz mm. and soul. And I was like, I talked to her and it's like, one day I'll be able, you know, let's get together and actually, you know, share each other's music. How long ago was that? It was a couple of days ago. It was oh. actually um, before the forum, <laughs> before the forum yeah. on uh, last Saturday. I thought I, I was thinking like oh like oh it's like this funk band like kind of older band I thought it was like no like, they're the young kids they're starting young. out like one day I'm gonna make beats for you and just, they're and young like, okay yeah sure like, dude you're you're like the king of network like dude what's oh this dude <laughs> yeah, yeah this dude, dude in networking dude, man dude for like anybody who's like who's like say ground zero who's like at their house and be like fuck I'm like I'm so bad at this shit like what's your word of advice to anyone looking to become a better networker meet up with them meet up with them and talk with them like. You know, get to know the artists that you're working with instead of thinking of it as a like business. Like, oh, okay, we're gonna meet here, meet this. Let me send you the beat, whatnot. Here you go. Like, get to know the artists that you're working with, and you mm-hmm. know, talk out or compromise. You know, if you're gonna be working on a, pro- a long-term project or a short-term project, you know, just talk. I think that's a lot. That's what is missing nowadays. Because with social media, with with social media, it's it sucks. That's with like life in general. To be honest, like you know, 
It can suck. You just gotta use uh, utilize it in the right way. You, it's great for making connections, but it's mm-hmm. how you use it. It's a pro. Yeah, it's yeah, a pro it's a con tool. thing. It's and a double edged sword. Yeah, and then you can also use those meetings kind of screenings. Like you know, if you're just having lunch with the dude and mm-hmm. or whatever, and he just like casually drops that he like. I don't know, just drop some stuff that you're like, oh, wait, I can't really work with you. You believe in that shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why, that's why. Wait, Satan music? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I, you know, that's how I've made so many friends and, you know, many connections like you and stuff mm. where I just like, you know, mention something or something that we have in common. Find your similarities, find your similarities in your, in your paths and what's your differences and then find a way to compromise, yeah. you know. And, and the one tip that I gave that, I mean, a while back that I'm going to give again. Yeah. Um, of course, whenever you start out, you have these people that you want to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, your Philharmonics. I mean, even mainstream. You, you, want, you might want to work with J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and stuff. Yeah. But Thanks. especially when you're starting out, even if you are if you are at Ground Zero, collab with whoever you can collab with. Yes. That's, yeah. that's vital. Like, just do whatever you can. Do the work. Collab with whoever you can collab with. They have audiences. You have you uh-huh. are trying to get an audience. You might be able to get some of their audience, and then you can go go and get someone else's audience. Yeah. I'm not saying steal their audience. Yeah, but don't steal their audience. Ha- steal yeah. that shit. Collaborate. I'm not saying that you're gonna be able to steal them. Yeah, you know, you can't. Yeah, because that's I feel like like you said like not like United States, but in the age of right now where Spotify and stuff like that, it's like you can you can fuck with two artists and so it's yeah. like you know I'm like I'm stealing your fans but at the same time they gonna still fuck with you anyway you have yeah. enough especially yeah. like you say like in the era of playlists if you make similar music as this person you know and fuck people people get big time off of making playlists chance the rapper now yeah, like in, yeah. you can see that yeah, yeah. he, he mean, started from the ground up a, but I mean yeah. but check this he hasn't put yeah. out a, but check this when, when Coloring Book came out what 2015 16 16 yeah but, Back, yeah. Well, here's what I was saying, because if y'all who don't know, who just put out a playlist for his 24th birthday called 25 and Alive. Happy birthday. And there's yeah. like 30 plus songs on there. And there's, and there's artists I do not know on there. Yeah. I've exactly. never heard of. There's probably local artists in Chicago. Yeah. Probably. And the fact, and that's one way to get noticed, by, yeah. is just yes. by playlists. Yeah. So that's something that you have to realize. Like, if you have a similar sound as another person, collaborate with them. Exactly. People might fuck with your shit, and or it might come in the recommendations mm-hmm. on their video. Yeah. And be like, okay, this is the kind of shit. So just collabing with who you can, just finding your sound, and just putting in the fucking work. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't You know, do like, sometimes making that connection can lead to more connections. For example, I've, exactly. got a, I've got a buddy of mine, he goes under the name Madcap, his name's Theo, and I met a lot of different artists, uh, Cam of Gen X, he, he's a dope-ass rapper from here, but he's originally, I think, from LA, but he moved up here to Sacramento. Great guy. He freaking is dope. Um, I also met a R&B vocalist named Brina, who lives in L.A., but she is from the Sac Town, you know, area. I dig it. Uh, and so, yeah, and you remember Brina, the one I, like, showed yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm actually currently working on some stuff. So, the, you know. so Nico, we got to um, almost getting wrapping up, getting close to the end. So, so I want to ask you, where, where do you want to see yourself? In five years. In five years. <laughs> Traveling, to be honest, and like working with, you know, from local artists here and making them real good and stuff. And, you know, and also working with mainstream artists, like eventually. Ooh, but, you know, that's a long term goal to work with, you know, Kung Fu Kenny. Hey, five years, and, is, five and, years is a long time, and bro. SZA. And, you know, I want to, and I have an idea for this album. And I want to quickly put this as my, like my last thing. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. I mean, we still got some time um, to talk about. But though, how much more time we got? What was it? We're at like 30 right now. Yeah, oh, we're at 30 minutes? Yeah, we're only at like 30. We're only at 30 minutes? Oh. oh we, still got, we still got like yeah. 10, we still got 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah, like, you don't need yeah. to wrap up and stuff. Yeah. You're like clutch from the weirdos. Like, all right, thanks for yeah. having us. <laughs> scaring the, scaring yeah, the, like, hey, the people on the real stream. Quick, real quick, shout out to the weirdos real quick. They're, yes. they're putting in work. They just put out a new single, uh, Forever Sleep. If you want to hear the story, <laughs> you, if you want to hear the story behind that one, just check out uh, the podcast with the weirdos. Good I, one. Yeah, I started. Um, no, real good group of dudes. Um, little weird. <laughs> Get it, weirdos. Um, <laughs> in a good way. No, they're. But, uh, I've heard yeah, some of their music. It's yeah. good. Yeah, After no, that podcast, yeah, I looked them up. Yeah, yeah. No, shout out to them. They on, they on streaming platforms too. Yeah, they're on streaming platforms now. I'm slapping them on title. Yeah. I was like, hey. And on their Instagram story, y'all should go check it out right now. Not right now, actually. After the after the live stream is over. Um, they just posted like a huge like, well, not a huge like a minute minute and a half preview of their new single that they're gonna put out next, and sounds dope. 
Yeah. Hold on. They put up like previews of like nine different singles. Mm-hmm. I thought no, I thought it was all the same one. No, it was nine different songs. Like, they were going through songs like oh, I think which song should Jesus. we pick? Oh shit, dude! They they had one like real near quick, the end. Real it was, quick, yeah. Is it dope that they did that, or am I just dumb thinking that that was all one song? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I don't even know, bro. I don't even know how you listen to all that shit. That was what. <laughs> Honestly, I like skipped through too because I was like, like on like a five minute break at work, just like listening to. It. I was like, oh okay, this one's dope. I was like, oh kneecap sounds dope right here. And then I'm like listening to this one. I'm like, okay, RO song. I was like, okay, wait, what? Like, yeah, you were just like fire, fire, yeah. fire, yeah. fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fire. Just drop all the shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, what was it? Thing I see myself in five years is. I have this album idea. Yeah. Yes. I have this album idea. I would like to tell you know talk about this. It's in in pre-production, you know, like storyboard, um, like production right now. Yeah. I have this idea, and it deals with floral because I'm a guy, you know, that loves flowers and I love nature, and I wanted to do this type of pseudo DJ Khaled type of you know collaborative album. But and you know, shout out to DJ Khaled out there. No, um, you don't get a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> he's too happy. I don't like yeah. that shit. No. <laughs> he's too happy, but he's, yeah. he's marketing himself. the happiness. <laughs> so um, yeah, so you want to like produce a project where like artists are rapping on it, like in like in that format, or no, that and rapping, yeah. singing, bands, yeah. right? It's any type of thing. But you're like you're the producer. It's your album, but then like you have artists on but your all, project. We all come together. Yeah, we are pretty much. I think of Sacramento. Because we are called the city of trees, right? Yeah, we are. And, not, not you know... Anymore, apparently, we're apparently the America's father. Well, in North... bullshit. No. <laughs> <laughs> all the real ones. I always now. think yeah. of... Yeah. I always think of all these artists as beautiful flowers of different types. Right. Because Ooh. everyone has their own story. Facts. You know, it can be, you know, music students that, you know, just kick ass at what they do from singing or playing music to bands to, you know, up-and-coming artists are from Sacramento. Facts. You know, I would want to bring them all together, you know, work with them one-on-one on each track. And, you know, pretty much, we're pretty much a garden. We're pretty much a garden. So the working title right now is Horticulture. The horticulture. Just Horticulture. Horticulture and or the Horticulture? No, not the Horticulture. Just Horticulture. And horticulture is pretty yeah. much like, you know, gardening plants and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, Serene study gardening. of that. Yeah. And so I, you know, I got it from the idea of, you know, where I'm currently working and stuff. I don't want to say it right now and stuff. Yeah, that's but good. I yeah, work at a, at a plant nursery place. And so I, it got me, like, working there gave me that idea of an album. Yeah, that's fine. And, you know, like, yeah. I already know the marketing process, too, how it would yeah. be. I the job I just quit definitely did not give me any uh, inspiration for an album name. <laughs> oh, so you, you did, oh, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Cause I, I know, the, I know you played me the beat for me, and that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, since you are just like a nature, a uh, nature of nature lovers, that would inspire like the birds. Cause I do see a lot of yes. birds. This is this. I didn't even realize this, but. So I, now I know that you are a lover of birds. I know that you're like, that's your thing. Yeah. But then I look back at the song, and our first song was called Birds. Mm-hmm. The, the picture was Birds. Mm-hmm. And I, at the time, I was just like, oh, you know, it's, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I didn't think nothing about it. But yeah. now that I look about it, I'm just like, oh, okay. You're just yeah. like, oh, the name is Birds because it's fly. Yeah, he was, <laughs> do, was, do, you were, do, he was doing that, that, that marketing the whole time ornithology for the win yeah. so so what <laughs> where does your love of birds come from is it just to continue on with nature i just or? love i just love birds in general like how you know some some of the birds are freaking smart birds of prey and stuff yeah. i mean the barn owl is my favorite you know my favorite animal of all time because really they're cool. very cute but when they once they open their mouth it's just this shriek it's not a hoot it's it's just a screech like a screech. Right. I I'll tell you, look it up after Real this quick. podcast. How, what they sound like? It is have you it seen, is terrifying. Have you seen that new video? Like it's like okay, it's like a month old. But basically, how like barn owls basically can fly silently. Yeah, like they make no noise. They're one of the most silent the killers birds, ever. Yeah, all the other birds like pigeons and stuff and hawks and stuff. They like they like recorded them and did all this yeah. stuff and like showed how much sound they make. 
Owls don't barely. make no noise. <laughs> no noise. Damn, that's honestly very yeah. scary. Like, even when they flap, it's the smallest little noise like ever. Like you never hear them. Yeah. That's that's honestly scary as fuck. That's, yeah. that's, that's dope as fuck. That's dope what? as fuck. But it's, but it's scary. Because if an owl wants to fuck you up, he gonna fuck you up. It's not an owl. He'll eat you up. Yeah, he fucking <laughs> you feed up. It to your babies. Yeah. I mean, I won't want to attack me. I mean, my uh, nature gonna, animal. How you gonna fuck him up? You're not gonna hear him until he's already attacking. I mean, you. I, I won't want to fuck me up because my nature animal in fifth grade at outdoor ed was a great horned owl. So you what? Know, you're right. You family. You yeah, family. family. You're right. I feel you. I what, feel you. What did I get? I don't remember that. I don't remember mine. It's probably something school, lame, but it's all good. But animals are animals, and I love animals, and I love nature. Dudes, so why do you love napping though? People who don't Bruh, know. I, to be <laughs> honest, and no, hold on, but people who don't know. Oh, how why, I got the no, name? Yeah, so t- tell people what your what you know what your name names. is so, and yeah. how'd you get it. So it's actually not Nico Naps. Uh, it used to be Nico Naps, but I just stopped stopped and like deleted the Nico part. Yeah, because that's actually you know one of my names. I guess everyone calls me, but Naps is my uh, is the exa- is the name, the alias and stuff. Um, the funny story about this was. I got it from my former manager, and we've become, you know, great friends now. Like, she moved on to a different job and stuff, but she was the one that gave me the nickname. And so, how it happened was, uh, what was it? I, I had a 9 to 5 shift, and <laughs> I was literally clocking in. I was getting my gloves ready and stuff, ready to, you know, carry soil and such. I yawn, like, just because I'm tired, right? And she comes randomly out of nowhere, out of my peripheral. It's like, like, Naps, stop napping over there. Stop sleeping on the job. From now on, your name is called Naps. And it was like, I was like, my hand's like, okay. I wasn't yawning on purpose and stuff. I couldn't help it. It's like, Naps, just shut up and just work. Get back to work. Because <laughs> she was always like that. She's like a hard ass sometimes. But, you know, she loved me as a as a employee and stuff. And so... That started to seep through everyone in, at work. And now everyone calls me that. And it's even on my freaking like work schedule. And nice. on the time sheet and everything. Like everyone calls me nap time or naps. Naparella. Everything. <laughs> Naparella. Yeah. And then it seeped Nap through and, and then it seeped through um my family and stuff. And my mom was like, they call you <laughs> my mom was like, they call you naps at work? Why? It's like, because I'm always tired. No. Like, it's like, well, you should be going to sleep early. <laughs> it's like, I can't. <laughs> so much stuff is on my mind. But, um, yeah, that's where naps came through. And it's the funniest story of how I got it. Is- but, you know... I hope the name goes, you know, goes far and stuff. And I think it will be. I think it will. You know, so, so yeah. we just, we just about to t- we we have the time where we do have to close it out now. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I started the timer late. Yeah. So, if people halfway know, but what's how can people reach you, man? How can people hear the beats? Okay, so <laughs> what's the insta? So what's the SoundCloud? You, fam? you can you can follow me on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com/slash/imnaps though. So it's all lowercase. Altogether, I am Naps though, but when you spell though, it's T H O. Um, Instagram is I am Naps, uh, all lowercase, all together. Uh, and then Snapchat is kind of weird because I started back in high school. Is at D J N one C K zero. That's my Snapchat, and you can follow me and stuff. You know, I pretty much have sh- shenanigans, and also I just put previews of beats I've been working on. Um, I would hopefully soon, sooner or later this summer, start a Facebook page and start promoting that as well. We could do that That's tonight. about. I could, but yeah. school is in the way, and I don't have time to like complete uh, okay. and stuff. You know, when you're double majoring, it sucks. <laughs> I got someone you can hit up. I got someone for your marketing. Yeah, um, we got a, we got a couple, we got a, we got a, we got a couple, got a couple, couple. Yeah, we got a couple people. We got a marketing couple next week. That's good. Uh, we got, we should get my boy on here, but. Um, people on Instagram, stick around. We'll be answering questions for like right after we're done recording this. If you got any questions for the great naps, I'll, follow, I'll be follow. looking on Instagram and too, too. So yeah. Yeah. fire away with the questions stay right around, now. Yeah, if you got them right now, just start asking and stuff. I'm, there, there was people who mad. There was already people who mad saying you call you know, the weather by people who know me and stuff. Don't <laughs> yeah. be. It's good. It's good. People um, who so, know me. So, yeah. sat, so could, what's uh, what's your shout out your thing? I mean, I mean, you can follow me at the WB underscore project, but. Go follow the sax sound. That, that's sax vibes. Don't sax. follow sax sound. Did I do it again? We're six episodes in. 
Shit. Yeah, Sack Vibes, man. I mean, I even made a new email and everything and did all that. But we're the Sack Vibes. We're definitely Sack Vibes. It's all about the vibes. Just go follow Sack Vibes. Um, our Patreon's not even looking that good, but go follow us there. Go follow us on Instagram. <laughs> go follow us on... No, not Snapchat yet. Yeah. Just follow us on Instagram for now, mm-hmm. and you'll get all the updates. Just follow us wow. here. I need to yeah. Twitter. Like, follow I, need, I got the Twitter. You're just I know. You have... I need to go... I need to get this... We'll get to talk about that stuff later. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> um, around like seven to seven thirty on Monday nights, we'll be doing this. Um, we'll, we'll start to have video. We'll start to have these live stream videos out on YouTube. We're gonna be having uh, tiny desk projects out, kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna be really cool. We gotta. We're developing the other room for that right now. Got some big things coming your way. Uh, but check out the live stream. Probably every Monday, seven to seven thirty. It's going down. Come join us. It's gonna be good and. Shout out your stuff. Yeah, yeah, shit. I mean, yeah, sack vibes. I mean, you already said it. I know I'm no love. Follow me on uh, everything, basically, at KNWLV. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is. And, you know, thank you, Nico, for, for coming out, man. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, I can't I can't wait to, you know, someday come come by and talk to you guys again if you have any more questions and stuff. Man, you'll be back next week. Yeah, oh, back. yeah. So yeah. you'll see me next week, though. <laughs> for people who don't know also, so this is also... Are we going to spoil Yeah. Okay. He, yeah, people, people who also enjoyed Naps's company, Naps is also more than just um, uh, a guest. Yes, he's he will now team. be... He's part of the team. He's part of the team and will be co-hosting with us and we're going to become stronger and we have a special guest next week. We're not going to say it because yeah, we're not well, going to yeah. want to edit I, I, it I out. Thought you were gonna, I thought that's what you were about to spoil. But. Oh, hell oh, no. We're, oh. We, we've, already, we've, we've done enough editing and stuff like that. We're not doing that again. We're not. Well, yeah, yeah this, nah, one's, yeah. this one's a big one. This is yeah. by far biggest. Probably the I'm biggest one so far. I'm surprised we even got this guest. Yeah. Every single week's like the biggest one. No. I mentioned y'all to listen to this. This artist. Like, this artist. He, 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 like, yeah. Anyway, let's not get to Let's not get to the future. This one is this one is great, great. Thank you for everybody. Thank you for the live stream. Until next week. We're done. Hey, just with those push. Thank you. Woo.